0: Beautiful listeners, thank you so much for tuning in today. We have a lovely guest. I'm super excited to bring her on because I'm super excited for what you'll be learning today. We have the lovely Dr. Christiane Schroeder, is an award-winning author and founder of Hello Happy Nest, a socially conscious online coaching business that supports women around the globe to kickstart their journey to wellness with allergen-free and time-saving tips and tricks. Hello, Christian. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you doing this lovely morning?
1: Doing great. Thanks so much for having me, Kelly. I'm really excited to be here and meeting the audience. Hello and welcome,
0: Yay, thank you. Can you begin by telling us a little bit about how you got started in the health and wellness space and why it's important
1: to you? I started in the health and wellness space because I suffered from irritable bowel syndrome. It has been diagnosed since then, but, um, but it was basically digestive issues um, that may be stress-related when I went through um, university, but also since growing up. So we are all maybe prone to certain diseases or illnesses, and uh, for me, it's the digestive tract that's really struggling whenever I experience any type of stress or pressure. And then I got motivated in researching what could help me and figured out a few things. Um, At the beginning, of course, what we do is we see doctors. And so I started taking medication and then quickly realized that's maybe not the solution because each medication has side effects that then may lead to something else. And then became more passionate, as you can maybe hear from my accent, I'm German. So I became more passionate and maybe looking at more natural wellness solutions. And that's really how I ended up, that I realized I'm not the only one that has digestive issues. So how about sharing what I'm learning with others and reaching out and educating them? And here I am today.
0: Lovely. So were you able to find some natural ways to
1: help yourself without the medications? Yes, right. Um, so of course, when we think digestive issues, um, we might immediately think of some, you know, close friends like, oh, how about trying ginger or peppermint? Um, you know, drink some tea, some peppermint tea or anything like that. And uh, those are, of course, amazing, but it doesn't just go down to initial ingredients. It also goes down to the foods that you eat and the movement that you do. So it's kind of the whole body, mind and soul experience. Um, Even the thoughts that you experience when you eat, which I call mindful eating, has a lot to do with how you feel after you eat something. So it is truly the whole package. It's not just like, oh, I take some ginger and I'm going to be good for the day. It's really maybe adding the ginger to a food The food reminds you of a certain happy experience, which is why I named my company Hello Happy Nest. Mm -hmm. The experience triggering a happy thought and maybe even, you know, sharing the food with loved ones. That would be the ultimate wellness package right there. (laughs) So
0: what's funny, Christiane, is I actually suffered from that as well. (laughs) I went to see the doctor. Um, It was actually my GI specialist and she Recommended. She just handed me this pamphlet. Uh, it was the FODMAP diet, and in it there was dairy in there and like these obvious trigger foods. And I thought, like, I just threw that sheet out because I I know better. <laughs> it's funny how doctors just give us things that they don't do the research themselves. Sometimes
1: I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, you're a doctor, huh? <laughs>
0: no,
1: oh, Kelly, um, I'm actually a doctor in applied economics. Okay. So I studied. I specialized in obesity and how we can combat obesity by maybe changing the price of healthier foods. Mm -hmm. So those fruits and vegetables that are, you know, sometimes pricey and prohibitive in putting them in your shopping cart versus unhealthier foods, which is maybe the fast food or the high calorie laden foods, which is maybe um, frozen dinners or anything like that. So that's what i researched in my dissertation because when you think about it it really comes down to what can we afford on a daily basis to nourish our bodies mm-hmm. and unfortunately um the healthier foods tend to be expensive There's, i mean there's obviously a reason i teach all the food marketing why we call whole foods sometimes whole paycheck because it is an expensive store so when you think about how doctors make recommendations, um, you know they are um, they are only limited in maybe you know how much they really look at your body. So it is truly a holistic approach. Also working maybe with a nutritionist. Um, so I worked as a dietitian for a long time in a clinic, l- uh, working with psychologists and working with coaches. So I'm a health and happiness coach now to really go down deep into what has been. Um, what has been causing these issues. So not just putting a bandaid on it and fixing things, but rather going back and unraveling what led to it. So you don't even have to be um, reactive, but you can be proactive.
0: Yes, absolutely. I love that. Yeah, the holistic approach. I, I feel like a lot of people are being drawn to that nowadays because when they see the doctor, it's not helping. And it's they're just putting a band-aid on things like you said. And so it's it's wonderful and it's actually really eye-opening to see like us going out there and finding our own solution and working with health and wellness coaches instead of instead of having to rely on the doctors, which are using probably old, outdated information. And our bodies are evolving. So it's it's really um it's really great that there's people out there like you to help with um, people's ailments like that.
1: That's great. And of course, um, you know, it's also something that um, we've kind of like compare maybe traditional medicine with um, different influences that you see from all over the world. And sometimes it just helps it looking at different parts of the world and thinking, All right, so maybe um, Eastern medicine might provide some help or maybe there's alternative medicine that might provide some help And kind of putting together a little toolkit of what helps yourself because it doesn't mean that traditional medicine is bad and other medicine is good. It's just what works for you individually. So I'm always telling people there's no one-size-fits-all because you are who you are. You just need to bring out the very best in yourself and figure out how you feel and what you experience when you use certain ways of eating or certain foods. And that's what I always think is great, that we emphasize the unique self. And of of course, it's your specialty right there, Kelly. (laughs) Yes,
0: yes, absolutely. In human design, definitely. We all have, we're we're wired differently. Literally, we look at the chart, all the circuits that are in there. It's so uh, helpful as a map for us. To guide us in that space so I'm, I'm curious you mentioned mindfulness in helping us with our whole body health and I am super excited what you'll share today too with the mantras um, do you want to jump into that and how people could use that in their daily lives to de-stress and maybe if they have digestive issues probably to help with that as well
1: yeah so mantras go along with supporting a holistic approach because they Truly focus on your mind. And you can think of it as a mindfulness, maybe it's even a mind shift. You're shifting your mind from being stressed and anxious to a more happy and calm state. Mm-hmm. So uh, success really happens when you shift your mind, when you're letting your mind wander into a more positive direction. So kind of like the half empty versus making it half full glass. So a mantra could be just a one word. It could even be a quick phrase that you keep on repeating to yourself. And it's a very quick mindfulness technique. So uh, I usually call them one minute mantra. And it's basically you recite something to yourself when you feel you're getting stressed out, when you maybe need some positive words that your best friend would tell you, but you are your own best friend. So you're telling them yourself. Mm -hmm. And in this particular case, Every person, as you mentioned, is why differently. Every person might have their own mantra and words that will connect with them. So you can try on different words and those words then might work uh, for you um, and they might lead you to that more calmer state. So for instance, like, um, you're amazing, you're beautiful. And whenever you fail, um, I know you have the strength to get back up and do it. Anything like that that is empowering, that feels good, that has a present tense, will lead to some more positive reaction in your body. And okay. um, So what's really important is it's kind of like, as I mentioned earlier, your little toolkit. And you grab that mantra whenever you feel stressed out and then utilize it in a way that it makes you calmer and more relaxed.
0: Wonderful. Do you have like a universal mantra that people can use
1: and implement today so i have a, a few mantras and i i like to center the mantras around strong words mm-hmm. so for instance empowerment i think is a really great word or ignite mm-hmm. or kickstart any word that has already some kind of energy in it are really great words um or you're beautiful inside and out. So looking at yourself in the mirror and you're like, oh gosh, you know, like maybe I didn't sleep well or anything. And then you just think to yourself, oh, beautiful inside and out. It's it's all coming in there. It's just shifting my mindset maybe and thinking about some happy thoughts. And that might actually trigger a more uh, happier feeling for me as I move through the day. So the goal is really that you keep on repeating that. And it could be, you're going on a walk, you're repeating that in nature, you are maybe in a place where you can just sit in a quiet room and you maybe even make it a dark room, you close your eyes. And that in itself is already something that, as I say, doesn't have to be expensive, complicated or long. It's quick, it's accessible to you, and it's, of course, very personal to you. So sometimes the mantras are truly something that Um, people think is a very intimidating thing but it's just so easy and it's so personal to you that you feel you can just grab them whenever you need them it's kind of like a safety blanket or a pacifier right if you think about that (laughs) yeah absolutely especially
0: when we're kind of imbalanced we're feeling uneasy and just to go to that I love how you speak to it as a toolkit for us to just grab (laughs) tools from whenever we need it depending on how we're feeling right
1: yeah, and it has a lot to do with intention, of course. So sometimes, um, you know, um, people tell me, oh, I, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I let me tell you a few success stories, right? So I, I, um, I have a podcast myself, and one of my podcasts on what's called Happy Healthy Hustle focuses on mantras, and uh, some of my listeners started using mantras if they are unmotivated to work out mm-hmm. and you know that the fact that you need to put on your sneakers you need to get outside you go for a run you know there's a lot of obstacles in a way so you can use your mantra to kind of clear the obstacles if you think of a road um getting over all these roadblocks and then you're finally outside you're like all right now I'm here I'm as well just run but getting there so the mantra is what got you there So one of my um, students listened to my podcast episode and she said that she actually listened to it just as she was getting ready to go on that run. And then she started implementing a mantra that then helped her to go outside and get moving. Yeah. Um,
0: so that was really amazing. Well, what, you, can you share what that mantra was? Because I'm sure a lot of the audience has run into that problem of not wanting to do something,
1: having some resistance. Yeah, and then, let me, let me yeah. show you a few that I heard from uh, my students. So here are a, a, a few examples. <clears throat> I'm strong, confident, and capable. All right, So that could be a good one to where you're feeling. I'm strong, I'm confident, I'm capable, I can do this run, you know, I'm I can do confident, it. I'm capable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Another one is I trust in my abilities, and I believe in myself. Trust in my abilities, and I believe in myself. Mm-hmm. And, and again, these are always something that focus a lot on the internal strength and creating, you know, whatever your desires, your intention is for the day. <clears> There's <throat> yeah. another one every challenge is an opportunity for growth, and I embrace it with open arms. So it could be you have an exceptionally challenging day, but you're thinking every challenge is an opportunity for growth, and I'm embracing it with open arms. So yeah. it, sounds, it sounds a lot like affirmations when
0: I'm hearing this. Uh, are Yeah, is there a difference or do you feel like they're the same?
1: Um, in a certain way, it's it's very similar. What I like about mantras is that it's present tense. So sometimes what we think about affirmations too, is that you're putting them into a future, like I will be rich in 10 years, yeah. which is amazing. But whenever we think of the here and now, that's really what the mantra is. Um, it is, I am rich or whatever you would say. So an affirmation and a mantra could work hand in hand to maybe having a goal for the future, and the mantra helps you on a daily basis in taking the steps to get to that goal.
0: I love that. I love how you put that in that context. Like it's yeah. like a, a seed, like a, a seed for getting for for manifesting.
1: Yeah, exactly. So here's another one. I'm grateful for all the blessings in my life, and I approach each day with a positive attitude. So that kind of like maybe fits. With, um, let's say, I'm going to be wealthy in 10 years, I'm going to, you know, people, whatever they manifest in their life, maybe they're going to um, purchase um, a house or anything like that. And so they're like, I will never get there. No, let's change that. Let's say I'm grateful for all the blessings in my life. And I approach each day with a positive attitude because I know I can do this. So that's your daily mantra, getting you to your ultimate goal and manifesting that you will get there. I love that. That's so empowering. <laughs> yeah, the empowerment. I love it. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you for
0: sharing all of those. I'm sure the audience can use that in their daily life. We could all use a little bit of self-encouragement. <laughs> all right. So would you recommend people do these mantras in the morning, these empowering mantras in the morning or before bed or both or would you recommend?
1: Oh, that's a great question. So for me, um, I'm a visual learner. I actually sometimes write things on sticky notes and I put them in various places. So, for instance, um, I have one that's in my bathroom um that basically says that embrace each failure as another way of learning because sometimes you know I go in there and I'm like oh no and then I'll see this right there in the mirror in the sticky note and it's easy or you could put it next to your computer screen because maybe you're getting stressful emails or maybe you're feeling it's a long day of work and you can use the mantra right there and then the goal is really that you use the mantra when you need it so the idea is you eventually memorize it, but if you have these little reminders in your day, so I like the visual reminders, you could also have reminders that come in from your phone or you could have uh, reminders, um, you know, like maybe like an, an email that you send yourself or a little reminder app that you use electronically. Whatever you feel will set the mantra in motion, utilize that. Because of course, it's just like with sneakers you buy when you go for a run. If you don't use them, well, you're never ever going to go for a run. So let me give you an example. For instance, let's say you bought the sneakers, you wanna go for a run, but you just don't get yourself to do this, right? So one way to use a mantra would be, um, let's say instead of going for runs, when you're stressed out, which is the reason why you bought the sneakers, You just go to the candy cabinet and you grab an Oreo every day and you're like, oh gosh, like, oh, you open the drawer in your desk and the Oreos are right right there, right? And you're like, well, 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 another day where I don't go for a run, not tomorrow, right? So now you open the drawer where the Oreos are in and maybe there is a picture of your sneakers, right? And right next to the picture is maybe the mantra that says you can do it. You're strong, you're confident, you're capable. And you see the sneakers you're like, that's true. I bought those and I shouldn't eat the Oreos right now. Maybe I can have an Oreo tonight because I don't want, I still love Oreos, but right now I'm going to go for a run because I'm strong, I'm confident, I'm capable. So you see the, the sneakers on the picture and you see the mantra and it triggers this um, alternative path of... I can create a new habit instead of creating my Oreos, I can maybe get into a more positive mindset. And it will also help my digestion. It will, of course, create the movement that I need in my body. So this is an example of a very easy and very practical way of using the mantra. So does it have to be in the morning? Does it have to be in the evening? I would say, you have to think about yourself. When am I getting stressed out? When do I need this? Because we're all getting into that funky mood at different times of the day yeah absolutely and actually it's more of a question and not of
0: time but space like you're saying where where the trigger foods are uh like putting that post-it note that's really right. a great idea to yeah create a different habit like a different narrow pathway essentially
1: for sure and i work a lot with um students that tell me Oh, I um, you know I tell them what are your wellness goals, and then it's always easy. Like oh yeah, I want to lose ten pounds. Um, yeah, I want to fit into these jeans. I have them on the bottom of my closet. And, and that I always you know love listening to this, um, because I think it's great if people have goals. At the same time, though, it's in a certain way um, a somewhat negative way of thinking because you're anchoring an outcome around a number. So I rather embrace a situation to where we're not as focused on making the scale move to a certain number, but we are rather focused on creating habits that will become lifelong habits that will be getting you moving every day or eating more fruits and vegetables every day. And as a positive side benefit, you're also losing the weight, but it's not your ultimate goal. Your ultimate goal is just maybe giving you some examples for mantras. I am healthy and I'm strong. So my children see me happy every day. Um, I am a capable person and I enjoy, I'm um, giving my kids strong hugs or anything. So you want to be that person mm-hmm. because I can truly tell you my kids couldn't care less. Um, <laughs> how much I weigh or well, the number on the scale is, but they care that I'm there every day, that I'm happy and healthy and that I'm there and hugging them. So yeah. that's really how we need to rewire our thinking. right? There.
0: Yeah. It's, it's tying to the, cause I, I'm always about the why power instead versus the willpower. And you're you're absolutely right. The mantra then helps remind us why we want to get healthier fit. It's not about the pounds, <laughs> the weight
1: loss. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, that's exactly it. I love that word. Why power? That's good. I, I use that. Thank you, Kelly. Yeah, Thank you. I love
0: these um, these tidbits. It's it's very practical, and I'm I'm all about the how. Usually,
1: I'm like, okay, how do I implement? I believe you. I trust you. How do I implement? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's it's good to have um, tips that don't necessarily cost money, are complicated, or will change your life. Because if you feel it's going to overhaul what you currently do, you're probably not going to implement it because it just sounds too intimidating, too much of a hassle. And it sounds uncomfortable. And we don't want to make our life uncomfortable. We already stress individuals as it is. So we only want to make the life happier.
0: Absolutely. Your podcast, though, what was the name? There's Happy Healthy Hustle.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, (laughs) exactly. Because what's the point in hustling if we're not happy and healthy while doing it?
1: That's why I name my podcast this way. Um, we're all busy and we are all hustling for something. But what's the point if we are not happy and healthy?
0: Yeah, I love it. So having learned all this from you, how would our listeners reach out to you or learn more about what they can learn from you?
1: Yeah, thank what you more for Before they can learn from you. <laughs> So I I do an ongoing uh, program, which is a 21-day journey to wellness. And I really want want to emphasize the journey part. Mm -hmm. So journey to wellness is a fully online coaching. Um, There are two different uh, programs. So one is videos and recipes. And I actually emphasize the recipes that my students love the recipes, actually, because sometimes you associate wellness with cutting out. A lot of pleasure points and the recipes are really fun and um, truly delicious. Really simple, simple yes, ingredients. Super easy, quick, and um, given that I'm a mom myself, I made them mom approved, so to speak. And then the there is also a deluxe package of the Journey to Wellness, which includes one-on-one coaching. There's a community coaching. It also has workout videos in there. And some tips with regard to finding easy and accessible clothing that makes you feel good inside and out. I work as a professor, so sometimes people associate purchasing business clothing with spending a lot of money. And I have a lot of really cool tips in there in finding something that might be um, making you feel good and not breaking the bank. So, that the two journey to wellness programs are accessible through my website, which is HelloHappiness.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Hello.Happy.Nest and check out my podcast, which is Happy Healthy Hustle, accessible on podcasts everywhere. So, whether that's Apple or Spotify. And I would love to connect more with you. We can also and reach out uh, especially if you have any wellness related questions I always embrace working with people and hearing their issues or their little moments of success thank you so
0: much we'll definitely include those links in the description
1: on the podcast. thank you
0: now I I'm curious you you're a co- you're a college professor is that right as well as a health and wellness coach how do you manage to juggle the two roles?
1: Because clearly you have a lot of passion in both. So the, the good thing is that um I work in the classroom. So I teach um classes. So I usually start, you know, at 7:40, um, and then I end at four o'clock. I go from class to classroom. I also teach fitness classes on campus. So the ideal thing is that our recreation center allows me to pop in there and teach physical fitness classes and in between teaching my academic classes in the classroom, which is why in the journey to wellness, I really emphasize transitioning between working out and being a working woman, so to speak. So I have lots of little tips that make you transition from your workout to your work environment rather quickly, as I indicated earlier. What's one tip? Yeah. Okay, what's one tip is, so I have a few basics that I use extensively. So for instance, if you think of a very good black pair of leggings, and this could be whatever brand makes you look and feel good, you can really use that black pair of leggings for your workout. And then what I do is I have a a lot of really um, cool shirts. It could be like a tunic type shirt. I even have some denim dresses that I just you basically button up over the black leggings. So the like black leggings looks nearly like a stocking attire. And that is actually going a long ways because then what you could do is you could even pack some jewelry. So I have a little pouch in my workout bag and I have maybe some longer necklaces. Um, I already wear my earrings when I work out. So I try not to make them dangly so I get caught up in them. But I essentially just layer clothing then on top of my uh, black leggings um, to kind of dress them up and of course the goal here is that it's something where you don't need to necessarily take things um, over your head or you take you know sweaters off you do a complicated change I think about this very strategically in the morning so what am I going to wear how I'm going to layer things so I can basically be in 15 minutes in the classroom So that'll be uh, so you work out and then the shower and then go. or Basically just move on. So I teach Pilates in the morning and then I move on from there to the classroom. So um, just make it super quick there. Yeah.
0: Clever hack. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) And you can bring clothes that make you feel
1: good too afterwards. Yeah. So that, as I mentioned, the, the real emphasis is um, it needs to be a black pair of leggings that is super comfortable because black leggings is kind of like wearing um high heels so some people think oh my gosh do I need to purchase expensive high heels Um, can I maybe get them at a discount store purchase the ones that are so comfortable that you could wear them all day right so the leggings do need to be super comfortable that's really really the most important thing because it's your basic and if you don't have them in a way that you feel they can transition from that workout to your work environment. Um, so they are your vehicle, so to speak. And then you can layer on there. So what you put on top, the shirt, the denim dress does not necessarily have to be like um, super expensive. You could, you know, I like buying things at thrift stores or going to clothing swaps um, to buy maybe more fashionable items. However, the black leggings, they are like the basis. Like if you think of like making a spaghetti and tomato sauce, the tomatoes, right, they are like, they need to be like good. And then you can layer on top of that.
0: Awesome. I love your practical and efficient approach to living <laughs> and positioning between activities. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Christiane, for joining us today. Your, your advice and practical tips, have, I'm sure it has been of great value to the listeners here. So thank you so much for joining us and I'll talk to you soon. Do you have any parting words, actually, before we close out here?
1: My main goal is just to help others. And if you uh, would love to reach out, whether you maybe you listen and you had a mantra, I would love that you share that with me, because it's always great to hear how uh, your little success stories worked out for you.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much, Christiane. We'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Thank you.